Hey everybody and welcome to episode 107 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Here we go. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try? Then welcome to the Revive Yourself podcast, where we reveal the secrets to long-lasting health by getting to the root cause of problems that no one else is talking about. So you can have more energy, clear skin, healthier hair, a leaner physique, more confidence, and most importantly, do the things you love and live the life you deserve. Here's your host, Ryan Martin. Hey guys and girls, welcome back to the show, episode 107. Hope you're all well. Um, so just to go through a few things as always, if you're uh, looking for some healthy supplements, head on over to www.reviveyourself.co in our shop there. We'll be expanding that um, very, very soon. We're going to get more products for you, top, top quality products. But if you look through everything from greens drinks um, to high quality teas, you've got your um, like detoxification agents, things for your liver, probiotics, all there under the banner, as well as electromagnetic frequency blocking devices from Aries Tech, the whole house filtration systems from um, Aquatea. And we'll be getting other things on soon as well. Oh, obviously, um, heading over to www.blueblocks, B-L-U, B-L-O-X dot com um, for your blue blocking glasses, the best on the market. Most blue blocking glasses on the market come from China, cheap, um, cheaply manufactured. The lenses aren't great; they don't block out all the you, all the you, um, all the blue light you need. These have come from Australian opticians in, in Australia. Um, from our guy Andy Mem over there. So heading over there, and if you put in the code Revive, you're going to get fifteen um, percent off. I think it's ten or fifteen percent off. And the same with our essential oils. If you head on over to www.essentialoilwizardry.com um, and you make your order, and you put in Revive in small letters. <coughs> Excuse me, Revive in small letters. That's going to uh, give you a nice discount um, from all the. I mean, Dr. Nick Berry's best, in my opinion, for essential oils in the world. Um, so it's to give you a nice discount there. Um, we've got other things going on, all behind the scenes. My book is coming out, should be coming out very, very shortly, um, ladies and gentlemen. So I've um, been working on a book, so it's going to be uh, our three big secrets to health. And um, you're also going to be like an option of having audio books. So you can listen to me, we talk about a few things in there as well. It's always nice to get an email through when you're recording. Um, so yeah, the book's coming out soon. Should be out within the next week or two, um, hopefully. Um, and you'll see that online. Uh, and yeah, the audio book and other things going on. So that's all. Um, that's all coming up. Uh, and as also, also guys and girls, it is spring. You know, it's starting to so uh, yeah, spring has sprung. So if you're feeling a little bit run down, a little bit ill, you've got flu-like symptoms coming out. It's completely normal for this time of year as weather changes. Spring is the time when your liver starts to detoxify. So don't be surprised if you feel a little bit run down. And you've also had the, the triple full moon um, and the equinox recently. So that can all play with your energy and your emotions. So just keep that in mind. Um, anyway, so today's episode is with a returning guest, Dr. Jason Christoph, And... <coughs> Excuse me, it's always nice when you've got people coming in and out of the office as you're recording. Anyway, um, it's with Jason Christoph. We talk all about, um, well, we cover lots of different topics, actually. We're going to vaccinations, but we also talk about hair and hair products to start with. Um, and then we just talk about um, everything that's been going on uh, in, re- in the media recently, 
we're blocking posts on Facebook, etc. So, yeah, without further ado, here's Jason. Enjoy the show, and I'll see you on the other side. Yeah, yeah it was a privacy security issue on my end. Um, good. Yeah, so sorted. That's all good. Uh, yeah, because it's better if we can see each other, because then you can have a, a conversation. So, uh, yeah, looking like a caveman, but you're looking well, mate. You're looking good. Uh, yeah, that's right. Look, I just gave, I think it's something on me. Something inside my brain gave up. <laughs> I stopped shaving. I stopped getting the haircuts. Well, you said... I'm not too sure what yeah, that means. No, you said last time, didn't you? You mentioned that you noticed um, when you shaved at certain days, it can uh, impact your, your performance, your health. Um, you noticed that before, right? Yeah, and uh, I looked into it. It's called Vril, V-R-I-L, and someone sent me some uh, interesting links on Vril. There's a Vril Society in, in Germany, and everybody that had to be part of the society had to grow their hair and they were intuitive and they used to use in the u.s army they used to use uh you know native americans to track they would they would do tracking and then when they would sort of apply for the job with their long hair and they were able to track the enemy sort of through the uh you know through the forest blindly and then when they would shave their head they couldn't track anymore weird yeah, that that one is a very concrete example that just uh, you know just these got, things are go ahead i was just i've just got it up it looks interesting yeah these things these uh, bristles your, your your beard you're putting to they they do what i think they're they're antenna i mean i don't like to discuss that but i believe they are antenna and i believe even like the white hairs when they come in it's like a you know white uh, I think it reflects every other, uh, it reflects all light. Uh, black hair absorbs all light. So I think there's a transition of information that we have access to by going from our natural hair color to an elder, where I think with the white hair is you actually pick up deeper knowledge out of the ether. But I don't, I've never discussed that openly. <laughs> That's what I believe. All right, interesting. Is that something that you've read or is that just something that you feel? I've I've read about I felt it first with I I cut my hair and you know and that when I, when I cut my hair short I'm more aggressive I'm definitely more aggressive and less grounded when I cut my hair short and then you know when I do shave I noticed I was nauseous it was almost like I cut a living part of my body off and and then I started to read about the vril and people would send me like people with long hair it said me how important the long hair was. So I, I, this is the longest I've had my hair in probably a decade. It was quite cool, and right? And I'm, yeah, I, I like it, and I mean it's a mess right now, but I, no, but I think it looks good like that. Is it? It's got like a punk rocker sort of thing. Yeah, it sort of gets a little out of control, but I have, you know, I was in a little bit of usual conflict at one of my companies yesterday with some staff. Not conflict, but you know. It's basically, I'm the parent, right? And uh, I was just totally, I had a totally different attitude. I was completely calm and not really caring. I wasn't attached to any of the uh, outcomes. I'm like, yeah, whatever. All right. <laughs> so no. I kind of like that attitude. No, it's good. I'll be looking into that for real. But it's um, interesting. Two things like you're, I mean, I mean, hippies generally have their hair long, right? And it's all about you seem to start not growing their hair out, etc. Um, and interesting, yeah, they're more peaceful for sure. Yeah, they are. I mean, when that comes with like less um, 
caring about the self-image and more about the inner work or if it's maybe it's a combination of both um or if it's about yeah just yeah taking the funny thing is like, i i have it in my hair i can grow my hair quite long i had it quite long the other day but and it starts getting a bit unkempt and it's just a bit like and if you've got natural health business and you're on camera quite a lot you know it's sort of like it also it just becomes a bit of a pain in the bum as well just to keep yeah. and so like it and um and so a couple of things you like you want to look quite smart on camera um because you're we do quite a lot on camera don't we as well and and it just becomes a pain but it it does it does it does feel yeah it does feel quite nice relaxed when it when it is long it does it, it'd be interesting to have a look into that it's uh certain people are more sensitive to certain things so if you're talking about the hair that's really interesting like i'm i'm quite sensitive to fragrances etc a more than other right. people so it's interesting you say that especially also about the the gray because you don't actually have much gray in your beard right at the moment yeah i have a tiny bit coming in and i got a little bit on the side but um, not much. For someone my age, I really don't have a lot. No, you don't. What, how old are you, Jason? 49. Four, you're 49? Well, you, look good for 40, you look good for 49, yeah. I mean, I've got more grey in my beard than you. I've got a little bit of grey coming in here. My, uh, yeah, it comes in here. And this is the, you know, and they say the electricity, and Paul Check used to tell me this, is that the, the, you know, the, the joints is where the, the electricity enters the body. You know, he'd say the elbows, the knees, the hips here where your jaw comes together. Really? The, point, the pointy spots, right. like little antenna, yeah. So I never, I remember him saying that. I had no idea what he was talking about when he was first saying it. Because I, you know, was lost in space. Yeah. But I do remember everything he said. I said, what does he mean by that? Yeah, yeah. But now I sort of understand and you can see the pointy areas, you know, around the chin. Well, is the, where the chin, where yeah, the chin... Um, on a on a man, um, on a man that can grow a beard, the chin or around the mouth, it seems to be where the hair grows fastest. And yeah. a lot of people have it come have to fill it in and just get get it sort of it's like designer stubble sort of look. But it seems to be, especially for me as well. I have that. Uh, my chin, it seems to grow fastest around there. Don't know if it's a protection thing or if it's you say it's something about um, being able to feel the energy. It's quite an interesting thing to uh, look it, into. It is. It's a, it's a real odd subject, but I definitely feel more calm with longer hair mm. and I don't know if I'll get a cut and I don't I use a like a organic hair balm from this place in British Columbia it's called John Masters so it's just avocado oil and something and I really don't wash my hair and I, I used to use this uh, my friend's organic soap to wash my hair and I would always take the product out and the product's really expensive it's a very little jar for like 30 bucks and um, I now I just, you know, sit under the hot shower and I don't put any soap to it. And so I, I get up and I and I only use a very small amount of product. And it's almost like I'm like a, night, a Los Angeles lawyer. It's almost stuck right to my head when I'm when I get up. And then as it dries, it kind of fluffs up a little bit, but it still stays matted down. So I. If I had to put the product in all the time, I couldn't. I I could afford it, but it'd be a waste of money. So that's why I leave it in there. Yeah, no, I mean, I use um, uh, bentonite clay, uh, Redmond bentonite clay. So it's, it's, in your hair? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah wow. just just to um, just a little bit, just to put a little bit on, just to, just to get the um, <laughs> get the shape. So I haven't got anything. I've just been in the sauna. I haven't actually got anything on there today, but um, it works quite well. Just put a little bit on, and just there. Yeah, it's not too much because it's it's the one. Um, 
it's so the bent the one I use is actually the tube they've so it's bent out clay but it's already been diluted with water so it's like it's like a it's like a it's like an actual clay you know it's not oh, like, okay yeah 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 so it's not um the powder that you have to do yourself um right okay, that's kind of cool yeah it works quite well I mean I've tried other things like um uh, I mean a little bit of sun cream like some of the higher things sun cream but they just leave a bit of it it looks a bit white I mean you get a bit resi- um residue with the bent like clay but it's the thing that holds it best without it being uh, too much like sun cream or what's the other thing like aloe vera sometimes but that's doesn't doesn't do the job so much if, if you've got i mean you've got quite a lot of hair and so if it if it it can if, i mean especially in the winter i think it's a bit windy outside it can be everywhere in two minutes if it's not in, in place you know um, yeah and so having that i mean some of the organic ones Organic hair stuff is quite an interesting conversation between two guys here. Um, in, but some of the organic hair, hair products, um, I mean, my, some of them are crap, but a lot of them, they are they are <coughs> quite expensive, but it's finding one that's clean, that's hard, right? Yeah, this one is, these guys are really clean. John Masters, that's his name. <coughs> and, he's, and yeah, he is really clean. He's Canadian, yeah? Yeah, he's out of BC, but I think he sells it. Probably sells it on Amazon or, or something. But I like, I go right to his site. I don't like to use Amazon. If I, I do use it, if I have to, but I try to avoid it if I can. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a, uh, yeah, there's lots been, yeah, there's lots been uh, all of Amazon. Yes, the monopoly they've been getting. We've been seeing. I mean, this is the thing. We um, recently, Jason, we've been, uh, been under a little bit of a. Um, I think with Facebook, right? A few things been posted about vaccinations, and then the other day we had that incident in New Zealand. Uh, we can go into, but recently, no. I mean, first of all, anyway, you've been uh, been away in, in Greece, right? I was in Mexico. Oh, Mexico. Sorry, I was thinking yeah. Greece because you haven't you got what, have you got a family in Greece? Yeah, Jennifer's sister lives in Greece. Oh, lovely. Yeah, it's a um, gorgeous part of the world. But it looked um, yeah very tropical where you were. How was the holiday? It was awesome. It couldn't be better. Yeah, what <laughs> it did, was great. What did you get up to? Uh, well, we just we always stayed. I mean, I don't do anything. That's that's the rule. I don't visit any sites. I just, you know, I go from the restaurant to the beach, and uh, that's it. Do, do you work that's out? It. Oh yeah, every morning I work out. There, but a great gym there is huge, and then uh, you know I had a great workout every day, which it helps because then no one. No one knows me, so no one slows my workout down, talks to me, or asks me for advice. So for a gym owner, yeah, only gym owners would know that. It's like you, you can't really work out at your own club yeah. because you're either noticing what has to be done and you're noticing the people that aren't doing it or you're you're basically being bombarded like a celebrity on your own gym floor, right? So it's very luxurious for a gym owner to work out on their own and no one talk to them. Yeah, no, I, yeah, my, um, everyone I know that has their own gym, uh, like that, they all, they all go somewhere else to work out, I think, um, most of the time, or they jump into one of the classes, so Yeah, because no one will disturb you there. Right? Yeah, 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 exactly, no one will disturb you there, yeah, cool, so, uh, no, awesome, so when you're out there, you literally just, I mean, so you post a few things, but generally you just switch off completely. Uh, yeah, I post some stuff, because I, I with, for me, it's about energy. Like if I get upset or if I see something, if I write it down, it kind of leaves my body. So that's what I use the writing for. It's like a release. So if I see something really stupid, I have to. I really have to write it down, or it seems to store inside. <laughs> it stores inside of me. 
hundred percent. I do that a lot of time. I've been sitting there with friends before on a holiday, and they're like, and they look at their social media like, you just ri- you just written that down. I was like, yeah. So like, that was quick. It's like, well, it's in my head. I had to get it out. I hundred percent believe that as well. Like, I have a notepad, or you put things down because it gets it out of your head, and otherwise you just carry this stuff around all the time. And especially, yeah, yeah. yeah, especially what we're seeing. So with the um, with recent as well, what we've been posting a lot about. Um, Jason was like uh, Facebook and their campaign to stop the anti-vaccine news or the anti-vaccine uh, movement and saying that there won't be... I think Amazon tried to take off some anti-vaccine books too. Um, actually, first of all, did you see... that? I, I sent you that link. I don't know if you got it from me, you watched it from me or someone else. Did you see that episode on Joe Rogan's podcast with, uh, I think it was Peter? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Are, you were, you've been recording the whole time, right? Or have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. Um, if you, you know, on that po- on that podcast, I did see bits of down of uh, True Stream Media. Uh, they did a very good review. So of, I just, like, I, so I just, I just lost you there, Jason. You saw it on, you saw bits of it on where True Stream Media. Yeah, True Stream Media, which is a great uh, truther website. They're very advanced in their analysis of what's going on, and they. Can you still hear me, Ryan? Are you okay? Yep, yep. And yeah, I did see clips of it. I did see the clips of the scientist that was on. You know, just doing what these scientists often do, which is deflect any sort of legitimate questioning about vaccines into into the ether. They they don't want to really have any debate. And he comes across as a very immature, spoiled, brat, childlike uh, entity, which is very common today. Uh, you, you have, you know, all these, I tell people all the time, all these sort of agendas are intertwined. There's something called the liberal Marxist agenda, which really teaches the public to act like perpetual infants. Oh, I mean, and if you, in, yeah, and if you want to see what a perpetual infant looks like as a scientist, simply go to that interview that Joe Rogan does with this self-proclaimed it's Peter Peter Hotez. It's episode one two six one. It's um, I wanted I like I sent it to a few other people. I wanted to watch it, listen to it because. I like to hear what they're saying. Once you know your enemy, you can sort of see where they're going. And uh, it was a hard watch. It was a hard listen. The guy, you know, I'm an unapologetic um, health, uh, sorry, unapologetic junk food. No, sorry, I'm a junk foodaholic. Um, I don't take care of my health. I, it's like the guy, he's talking on Joe Rogan even a few times, like, what? You're into this? You don't take care of your health? Like, And it's just embarrassing. And some of the things he was stating about there's been no link between autism and vaccines. It's like, well, I've got 84 studies on my phone that link it. Um, you know, it's just 100% get you I mean. This whole social Marxist movement as well. It's it's very, it is, it's funny his name's Peter, like Peter Pan. Um, it's just not wanting to grow old. Not wanting, it's, it's just amazing that they can, uh, and the studies that he was putting out as well, it's like, who's done those studies? Interested to know who's funded those studies or where you've got them from. Yeah, yeah, I think people, people who know, know what's going on, and then there's this general enclave of, you know, super slaves that are really comfortable inside this, this matrix of information control, and whether it's a parent who 
you know, works for the government and has sort of a vested interest in keeping the government alive or not seeing any hiccups in the governmental structure. Or maybe it's just a parent that's literally too afraid to investigate what they've already done to their child. There's a lot of uh, internal ego-based pressure to simply not face this evil eye to eye. But the way evil works and the way goodness works and the way the light works, the evil is getting very inept and very stupid and making a lot of very big mistakes. This scientist is could be the antithesis of how dumb evil can be when it starts to get too greedy and take more than its fair share of life on this planet. And the cycle is evil always gets too greedy. It always gets too greedy. And then good people, good moral people, and good ethical people start to turn their attention because they simply can't ignore the moronic signal that's coming from the evil as the evil are saying, look, we really want to inject documented toxins into your kids. And sure, we fooled people up into this time where people were volunteer, uh, volunteering to poison their kids. But now that everybody's sort of getting awake that there's a, a very sinister and dark cloud uh, like of evil, like is an evil force that has taken over medicine, science, government, and banking, and the military. Uh, everything's being taken over. No one can really ignore that too much longer. And and this is this is how uh, this is the cycle of evil where it kind of plays possum for a while, and then it tries to come up and feast on the innocent and feast on the defenseless. And and sure, there's other parts to this agenda where, yeah, evil's coming above ground and did a pretty good job at, uh, you know, having moms drink wine at night and having men turn into beta males so that evil can really have a rampage in the hen house. But there's still hope. There's still time to push back this evil, which is, and it's employed a lot of our friends as well. This is how complex the system is and how well designed and how intelligent evil is before it comes above ground that it's designed all our education systems and our occupational sector and all our employment to you know you give the nurse this much money for injecting poison into kids and what about the guy that makes the wheelchairs for the autistic children and how about the guy that makes the wheelchair ramps and what about the uh, guy that drives the mentally challenged kids to school that are really vaccine damaged? And what about the scientists that invent, uh, invents fake disease names for the vaccine injured children? Everybody's sort of sucking on the evil tit, and that's what's allowing this evil force to get so much uh, grip on, on our society. We, we're going to turn it around. But everybody's going to be really embarrassed to find out how much they were involved in the destruction of children. Because this is all, it doesn't matter if it's invading Syria on false flag issues or circumcising a newborn male or vitamin K shot, which includes brain damaging aluminum, or giving your kid a cancer causing iPad and having that iPad antenna 
sit right on the genitals of a, your two-year-old daughter because this evil force also, also occupies Apple and, and IBM and, and Microsoft. Everybody's going to be really, really embarrassed how much they complied with the destruction of their own children. And, you know, they're going to wake up and say, oh, my God, this is absolutely insane. I circumcised my son. I injected vac uh, vaccine poison into him. I didn't breastfeed him long enough. I gave him a cancer-causing cell phone as a present that cost $600. How moronic am I? And this is where this is going to go, where people are going to have complete mental breakdowns. But after everything collapses and people collapse internally about how gullible they were, something great will emerge from whatever's left. Yeah. I'm really confident that that will happen. So I hope you're right. I mean, it's just interesting. This, uh, with the, I mean, the funny thing that that um, Peter Hotez, I think it was, uh, his child had autism, has autism, um, vaccinated, obviously, and he said no link or whatever, um, and he was saying that these things just happen around the ages that these people get vaccines. So even though they had the vaccine, people see their child literally regress in front of them. Um, I mean, have a look at some of the stories on Vax and uh, truthaboutvaccines.com if you want to see that. Um, he was, it's, it's amazing. He was also saying that um, people don't like to be, it doesn't like to be called a condition or something. It's not meant to be, I can't remember the word he used. It's not, it's not, but people don't like to be seen as a condition. Joe Rogan was like, well, it is a condition. Why are we lying to ourselves? It's not normal, is it? It's not normal to have autism. Um, and you're trying to make it like these people are just, just on a different spectrum to us. It's like, no, it's not normal to have it. Really interesting about that. Um, I really hope you're right about that That coming, um, or about this this going our way and us winning this war. There's lots going on, with, especially with the 5G. With the vaccines, though, have you listened to... Uh, you're talking there about um, different strains, you know. Did you listen to Dr. Sherry Tenpenny's interview with Paul Check? Yes, I mean that was a that was a great interview. And again, it's it, the way the information control grid goes. You have to mention it, and if you posted it on your Facebook, even though any parent that would listen to that interview would never vaccinate themselves, would never vaccinate their own children. And that's why that information is blocked. It's a she's a medical doctor with three separate medical degrees, and she specialises in vaccine research. No one will debate her. No one in the official mainstream. Well, that was the thing, wasn't it? Wasn't it? He was like, "Would you debate someone?" He was like, "No, no, that'd be like trying to debate a Holocaust denier." It's like, what? Why wouldn't you have a debate with someone? They've got all the knowledge. <laughs> it's mad. Yeah, you're you're talking about. We have to let the people listening know that you're going back to the Joe Rogan interview yeah. with the the you know Dr. Hotez or whatever his name is that beta male. Um, he was saying that he would not debate anybody, and this is how you know, this is the bumbling evil that I'm talking about. This man is saying to the public, "I'm I'm going to force my beliefs on you." beliefs that I profit from, my beliefs are that vaccines are good and I get bigger houses, longer vacations, and you know, nicer cars to drive because of my commitment to vaccines. So I'm already bought and paid for, and I'm going to force documented toxins into your children, or that's my belief anyway, and I'm going to petition to poison your children 
and I'm not only petitioning to poison your kids, I'm petitioning to make sure that you can never talk about it and you could never resist me. And folks, this is what guns are for. Because if you get someone that insane, you can't debate that kind of insanity. And that's why in the UK and many other places, they're always trying to take away the guns because evil would love a society not with guns because when evil comes, I mean, this guy is, there's something spiritual going on the average person will not understand is that uh, that Dr. Hotez is a meat puppet for an evil spirit. And you're supposed to send those evil spirits back off the planet. And when they come and try and consume your life force or the life force of your kids, you're supposed to defend yourself in any way possible. And it's your right to defend yourself from evil. And evil has done a great job of meat puppeting a lot of other shallow and soulless people in our society to remove your guns. Like in the UK, but people say in the UK that you can't have guns, but you can have hunting rifles, right? You can have shotguns for for duck hunting, correct? Uh, yeah, no, you need license for them and stuff. You can have yeah, you so, can have so guns. Go, yeah, well, you can go get your license. You yeah. can't have a gun. You can't have a gun in Canada either, but you can get a license and get a gun. So what I suggest for everybody is, you know, just stop being such a juvenile infant and, and get some intelligence, get your health together and understand that there's this evil force that loves you defenseless. So defense up, man up, Be, defend your, your, your territory. And if you want to know how to defend your territory, you, the territory you own is your own body. It's two foot by two foot. And if you're stunned enough to put junk food in your own mouth, you'll never defend anything from anything. You can't defend your own body from your own stupidity. You have no idea and no practice in the true cosmic definition of defense. You, and this uh, is what... Go ahead. No, go on. I was just going to say you're hitting the nails. People will sit there mm -hmm. and talk about guns, um, and they will say... This is why you shouldn't have these automatic weapons because what happened in New Zealand the other day. Um, I mean, you know, people, I mean, in the sort of alternative research world, you see these sort of things. You don't, problem is, you don't want to see everything as a conspiracy because then you don't, sometimes you don't know the wood for the trees. But when you see there's lots of things going on about the, um, there's been a few things pointed out about that attack of the Australian guy in New Zealand on, on the Muslims. Um, in the alternative research world, we're talking about a few of the, inconsistencies with the footage etc um, and people people look at that and go this is why you shouldn't have guns etc but it's like if you wanted to take people's guns away what would you do you'd put these sort of things on so people were so scared right I just lost you a bit Ryan can Sorry, you mate, hear where, me? yeah where did you, where, what bit did you lose me on Jace? I, I just lost you right on the last part did you have a question yeah no, I, I said uh, I said if you if you were trying to scare people or trying to make people think that people should so people don't understand this they talk about they shouldn't have guns there's no need for it it's all oh, you don't believe in the tyrannical government it's like the, the whole reason those those things were put in place in America in the constitution were about a tyrannical government and you know like trying to mandate vaccines it's like nanny state when it's slow, slowly going into into communism, um, like we do what we say or or not, no one should have the right. If you believe in vaccines or not, no one should have the right 
to tell you what to do, what to do with your body. It's your body. It's like no one should be trapped in jail for smoking marijuana, in my opinion. It's it's your choice to do that if you want to do it. It's your body, you know. But the um, the, the thing I say, if they want to get an agenda to take people's guns away, you know, what would you do? You you put things out, or you or you manufacture things like this, whether it be through um, actors or whatever, or actually just brainwashing people so much to believe this stuff. You know, you can download a mind virus in fucking less than seconds. Um, you know, that's what you do, right? You'd manufacture these these incidents so people <clears throat> literally call for things to be taken away that they can, well, that, that would be defending themselves. Yeah, I, I think the whole idea, again, is it's not, it takes a lot to, you know, hijack someone's brain. A lot of their brains are just, you know, ready for the hijacking. Again, it's the liberal Marxist agenda where people really don't believe they can care for themselves. They're too lazy to defend themselves. They're taught that you know, nothing's ever their fault and, and that someone else is going to clean up all their messes. You have to get the society primed to be governed in this way in the first place. Be, regardless if someone um, goes in and shoots someone with guns, it's like, you know, like we, we say all the time, if there's a car accident, out on the highway, no one, no one suggests banning all cars because someone, one guy was drunk and ran into three, three people at, you know, at, at a stoplight and killed them. We never suggest banning all cars. And if some lunatic takes a gun, we should never suggest banning the gun. We should suggest um, investigating, you know, what, what got this man to the point where he went in and did this, and of course, yes, yeah, some of the some of the idea, some of the video footage is highly questionable. But beyond that, the the public has been primed to be so docile and so juvenile and so infant-like that all they do is scream like like a, a diapered infant on the floor for someone to feed them, for someone to change them, for someone to take away the fear. And when you prime a society like that from the first day they're born, that they really have no personal responsibility in anything that they do, and they, they, they're, they're absent of self-governance, uh, they're absent of self-determination, these kinds of agendas, whether they're agendas or not, are easy to push into that weakened psyche. That's the issue. This pu The public has completely been primed to believe that the government, which is their enemy, is somehow uh, colluding behind the scenes and working 24 hours a day to make their lives better. How can they miss? How can they be missing the fact that their lives aren't better? That they have less money? That their kids are more sick? That their kids are more stupid? And you're not even allowed to say that in our society because it hurts people's feelings that the kids are more stupid. They're, 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 I've never seen such a group of juvenile, incapable, stupid children. And that all has to do with the governmental system and the fact that the government simply organizes and orchestrates systems which completely throw the society down the evolutionary ladder only because government's job is to govern people. And you can't govern smart, healthy people. How can people be missing this? That the vaccines make you sick, that the fluoride in the water hurts your brain, 
that coffee makes you sick, that alcohol makes you sick. I mean, this is how stupid we are as a society that we're missing, we're missing the most obvious points that everything the government does makes people more poor or more unhealthy. And, you know, this is where these agendas, we don't have to talk about particular, uh, particulars. The patterns are beyond obvious. It's just we're so weak, we don't want to look at it. And as someone who isn't weak and who looks at it daily, I mean, there's so much work to be done. Like, when, are, when is the majority of the public going to get off their ass and, and you know, they're just not. start thinking on their own? They're not, no, they're not. They might. They might if you just, you know, just... Pick, pick something. Pick one area where the government's lying and stick your head in that area just to see how corrupt the government system is and, and how it's come to this point in history where, you know, the government is actively at war with its own people. Mm, it's, and, go ahead, mate. Go ahead. I just, you know, we can get frustrating at times. I try and keep a, a level head. I think a lot of people are awakening, and I think I think some big changes are are in the works. Only because, as I said, evil has a cycle, and it's coming above ground now and really showing itself, um, like how bumbling and how uh, hungry and thirsty it is for the energy or the blood of the children. That's really that's going to help awaken more people. So when you see doctors like Dr. Hotez, I think it's a real bonus. For the, for the truth movement, because when you put a moron like that up on a pedestal, up on a YouTube channel for everybody to see, it's really obvious that this person should not be anywhere in power, not be anywhere near the children, and is simply a terrible human being, and people start uh, better start paying attention, because these terrible, evil human beings are proliferated through the government, science, and medical structures. And if we don't start snuffing these people out and really reeling in their power and removing them from power and putting them in daycares where they belong or mental institutions, the society will collapse. So it can collapse all of a sudden, or we can kind of uh, manage the, the downswing that's going to happen when we realize that our society has been designed to produce psychopaths like this and literally promote them into positions of power over good and moral people. We have an inverted society. We really have to take the psychopathic uh, production line uh, structure out of our education and media systems so that we stop producing morons like Dr. Hotez. It's, He's not the problem. The system that produces him is the problem. It's... Uh so it's, it goes so many ways with this, Jason. It's a hundred percent. He's he is a a byproduct of the system. The thing is with him, it's like it's not when you put stuff on your wall or you write stuff on your Facebook uh, posts or in your articles. People will people will um, still fight against you. Got people going, oh. You're the reason. You're a baby killer. You don't. You like. You don't understand the science. Vaccines are the best thing that ever happened to society. They're one of the reasons that we're. And it's like how does these people that one before you said a lot of people will vaccinate their kid and their kid will get injured and they don't want to come to the face of reality that it was probably there thought they didn't do their due diligence in looking up these things so they don't want to look themselves in the mirror. That's huge. But the other people actually believe these things. Like and they will sit there and they're and they're 
defend them. I remember, I don't know if you know the, the podcast Mind Pump. Um, do you know Mind Pump? Yeah, it's. Uh, I know Mind Pump. Paul Check was on there one yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, he uh, cut three guys in Canada. Good, it's a good podcast. But they had a guy on there. Um, and he was ad- I mean, he's a bodybuilder or something, but he was adamantly pro-vax. And you're just, I'm sitting there thinking, you're saying all these things about herd immunity, and it's like, it's like, where have you been for the last 10, 15 years when these things have been ripped apart? I mean, these things have been ripped apart for more than that, but it's in all the information is out there. What are you, it's like people, it's like cognitive dissonance where they just want to believe what they want to believe in case it's going to change their, their opinion. This is why you talk about like, people taking on responsibility and having these beta males and the uprising. I think this is why people like Jordan Peterson have come to such prevalence. Um, even though like some people like Michael Desarian would say he's, he's still got a long way to go. The reason he's come to such prevalence is because a lot of people have realized this Marxist socialist snowflake movement is just embarrassing. It's, it's, it's gone far too far. And so people want that responsibility. They like people to say, why it's almost like these people are professional. Um, That's why they they get offended professionally. You know, it's just like man up, do your do your. Like, you said man up, people go, like, oh, you can't say that. It's offensive. All this whole thing about the gender pay gap. All these all these absolute things that are complete con- like nonsense. Um, it's why these people have uh, come into more prominence because people are thirsty for it. Thirsty for they've they've just been watching this almost the crumbling of our society. I mean, you see, this anti-vax vaccine thing, this could really... I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some uh, we saw some internal wars um, very, very soon with this, because this not not just about this, but about... Me. I mean, our society hasn't been this split, I don't think, ever since I've been on, on Earth. I mean, has it? I don't know. In between, you know, the way things are going, it's... It's... It's, it's, it's amazing. Uh, not just vaccines, but even politically... <coughs> There's lots going on, right, where, I mean, we are coming to a head with this stuff. Yeah, I, but that's where it has to go. This is this what has to be done. This is a cycle. People are only living their 100-year lives in, in these little, you know, little 100-year hundred, hundred periods. They're living their lives in the very small gaps and very large, much larger cycles, and humanity goes through this this light and dark cycle all the time. The Aztecs were very good at um, you know analyzing and documenting the spiritual cycles uh, through the seasons. Everybody has cycles. It changes through the seasons. It changes on. There's bigger cycles going on. There's bigger things going on right now. And yes, it's going to have to come to a head because. If you see the yin and yang symbol, there's a balance. You're supposed to keep a balance. Half the world is dark, half the world is light. You can't have light all the time. If you had the sunshine every hour of the day, uh, everything would be burnt and nothing would live and everybody would die. You have to have the light and you have to have the dark. And when something's born on this planet, it can't live forever because there's not enough room. It has to die. There's always a balance between... The right and the left, the good and the bad, um, and, and, the, and the living and dying. And sometimes it gets out of balance. Right now, evil is trying to take more than its fair share. It's trying to take the, the biggest light energy on this planet. On this planet, the, the, the most powerful light energy is the sun. But the sun's representative on Earth is its children. 
It's the most powerful photonic package of sun energy that you can consume. And uh, it's a food source for the darkness. And the darkness is coming toward the children, stealing our children into the night, poisoning our children, which throws its soul, throws the child's soul into the ether for these you know, evil entities to consume. This is really what's going on. And that's why they're poisoning and scaring the kids. This is why they circumcise the males to drive a major bolt of electricity down the shaft of the penis and up the spinal cord, destroying key portions of the brain, driving the soul energy into the darkness so that evil can feast off this photonic energy. The children are a food source. And it doesn't matter what conflict we talk about, vaccine versus unvaccinated or any other conflict we're seeing, evil is puppeteering all this and the only commodity that the evil is after is the is the children. They, they're literally energetic, photonic food packages that evil is feasting on. And we've developed a society that's more like a death cult where we're not even understanding why we have children anymore. The average person on the street does nothing but have sex, produce children from usually loveless sex, which terrifies the child to begin with. And they believe through the media and the government that as a parent, their great parents, if they simply sacrifice their child to the medical gods and then forward the child into an education and job system that guarantees the child's complete and utter misery. This is what the average person has been tricked into today to believe that that is good parenting. I'm going to cut the top off my, kid, my male uh, kid's penis. I'm going to vaccine and vitamin K poison. I'm going to do every other form of medical poisoning. I'm not going to breastfeed. I'm a good parent if I get my, my child, a, you know, an 800-pound, you know, 600-pound iPad that's proven to cause cancer. And then I'm going to make sure they get good marks repeating lies in school. And then I'm going to forward them into a, a university or college degree where I pay huge sums of money for them to learn other lies so that they can work six days a week, 12 hours a day, and be absolutely miserable and become addicts of coffee and wine and media, and they can be just as miserable as I am. And I know that's depressing for people to hear, but this is how backwards our society is. Someone thinks that makes them a perfect parent, and it's complete and utter insanity if you look at it, where we, you know, you can open up a stellar internet business today where you can start making millions of dollars, uh, you know, within a year, but we don't teach our children that. We teach them nothing to fend for themselves because they're our lambs. We, they sacrifice them. And that has to stop if our society wants to get anywhere or it will literally collapse on its own. And that's what, what do people really think they can fight nature? Do we really think we can be ruled by psychopaths and have everybody else fat and addicted? I think they do. And still run a society? Give your head a shake. 
I think they do. That's what I, th- I think people go. Other people say to me, "Oh yeah, but we evolve." It's like, "Oh right, because it's 2019 and we've got Wi-Fi. Yeah, if we get all the millions of years of genetics that have gone on, we we evolve." So like, shut up. Men and women are the same. No, no, we're really not. And, you know, when, and when a society loses its myths, um, as well as the bees in the trees, it collapses. And that's what I'm actually worried about. That I mean. We could actually collapse society. If things carry on going the way they're going, um, hopefully um, things will will be sorted out. I mean, just just for people like me, I want to get into what you said there as well. There's lots that I want to get into. Um, what would, I mean, I'll ask that in a minute actually, but this whole thing as well in society, I mean, whatever one you touched on there was breastfeeding. I know girls that have gone a day breastfeeding. Oh, it hurts too much. Give them a formula. I know all the other girls say, "Oh no, it's absolutely fine." We gave we <coughs> gave Junior formula and we gave him a dummy, and it's like, and he's okay. It's like he's not okay. And one of my friends, his children, has a course of antibiotics every week because they get a rash every week, and they're three years old. It's like every time you take those antibiotics, your increase of of cancer goes up by a thousand percent, and. Uh, it's just amazing that they think, oh, but they're okay. It's like, no, they're not okay. Skin issues, asthma, allergies, all the other things that you've got going on, they're not okay. That just because they haven't died or haven't got autism doesn't mean that those things are good, <coughs> not breastfeeding. But the thing you mentioned there as well, society. Do you know um, Sebastian Jung, uh, uh, Jason? Have you heard of him? No. He's got a book out called Tribe, um, really good. And he talks about how <laughs> even in prison where you where you can be surrounded by rapists and killers etc the worst thing people someone can do to you is put you in solitary confinement you know um and the to- soldiers that have got ptsd or he doesn't even think it's ptsd he thinks it's separation syndrome they'd rather go back to afghanistan or whatever because at least there they had a social circle uh, a connection to people but when they come back here everyone's so taken away there's no there's no there's no tribe anymore there's no um social conditioning everyone's on their own and this this social media that we i mean we use it for what we do but it's making people feel more isolated more depressed you know our generation and it's really interesting the whole thing that they're almost separating us from the tribe from the tribe or from the herd of of, uh, what we used to do and they can put whatever information they want in front of you in, on Facebook, etc. And so now people are not just feeling lonely and depressed and anxious, they're also getting brainwashed, whereas there's no one to communicate with. Um, I still see, try and see my friends many times a week. I think that's a, the social aspect of things is huge. Um, just for obviously discussing things, but also just for connection, that humans need connection. And so, you know, you should have a look at that book, but... I think it's really interesting he's talking about even the soldiers, they'd rather be in Afghanistan with their friends, with bullets going over their heads, than sitting at home and not having anyone to talk or converse with. This is true, and there's a bigger secret to everything you just said. There's There's something, when we discuss this, that is easy to miss, is when we think disconnection, we, we think disconnection from others. And the biggest trick to make someone feel lonely or have PTSD or to make them feel disconnected is to have them literally not connect with themselves. Mm. And our humanity is sort of in our soul. And when we start, you know, connecting to source and, and connecting to our own humanity, 
our soul sort of leaves. We lose our connection to who we are. We're supposed to just be the body and the soul, and the soul's more like, uh, you know, an internet connection to source. <clears throat> They're supposed to give us our morality, our ethics, and teach us what, what it really means to be a human being. And when we, when we participate in all the shallow titillation and self-serving behavior and child sacrifice rituals, our soul actually leaves and we, we disconnect from source, which is really what, which is really why the average person is depressed and addicted and, and lonely and not fulfilled is there's a spiritual aspect to this liberal Marxist takeover by which we first disconnect from ourselves. And if we disconnect from ourselves, if we forget how to be loving to ourselves, if we forget to be caring and self-respecting to us, we have no ability to care for anybody else to any higher degree or even to the same degree. Like if you don't know how to love yourself, how can you love your own child? Like, if you wouldn't cut the top off your own penis, why would you cut the top off your kid's penis? Like, if you don't know, and you might have already had the top cut off yours, so you don't think it's wrong. You can't give what you don't have. Mm -hmm. The average person doesn't understand <clears throat> the elaborate nature of the spiritual attack because spirituality is being gutted and incinerated inside our culture where everything science has to be measurable but when you know when you circumcise a kid their soul leaves they're afraid of you there's negative emotions ripping through that child's nervous system none of that is really measurable we're, we're damaging things that are the most important but the least measurable and this is why our society is bordering on a mental asylum so we're, we're, we've lost contact with several invo uh, important factors of what it means to be a human and experience this human condition. That we've, we've lost our spirituality. We've lost right from wrong. We've lost moral from immoral. It doesn't matter how many trees evil cuts down and makes paper rectangles and gives that fake paper money to you and then prints a fake degree called medical doctor, you're not supposed to inject poison into kids. It, it doesn't matter uh, what celebration evil organizes for you and your friends, and it doesn't matter that your paper rectangles can buy you a Mercedes instead of a Chevy. You're not supposed to inject poison into kids. You're not supposed to cut the tops off kids' penises. You're not supposed to uh, have loveless sex and produce children only to potentially kill them. We've lost our morality. And once we lose morality, the society is doomed, and it has always been doomed throughout history. So we can turn it around. We already got some great houses. We got some great roads. We got some great infrastructure. We got people awakening. But unless more people find their inner morality and their ethics, and the inner morality, the actual internet connection to source is found just behind the forehead called the prefrontal cortex. 
and to get to the prefrontal cortex so someone can actually go on this pirate quest and find their own morality, they don't have to go down to the shop, to the shopping mall to try and regain their morality. You have to go into the prefrontal cortex. And what's funny about that, Ryan, is the only way to get to the prefrontal cortex is to be clear of all toxins and to be healthy. This, uh, so, I was going to say 100%. Yeah, that's why the government hates health. And uh, because, like I said, it's a, it's a meat puppet for this evil force. And that's why science is also a bit of a disguise for uh, chemically infusing the population and keeping them away from source. Yeah, science. Um, Rupert Sheldrake's got a great book on that, The Science Delusion. People should read that. It's a ph phenomenal book. Um, I mean, you say that as well. People like, but because people are brought into society where they read the papers or they look at the news, which is a dying, dying breed. Thank God, um, mainstream news. But they, everyone else does it. They think, oh, I've got to do this. You know, they, you've got the answers within and in your gut. You know, things aren't right. But they look at the medical industry, look at the, the specialists, and they do these things because they don't. They're not like most people that listen to this. They're going to be on a health journey. They're going to be on an awakening journey because they listen to this podcast. But most other people, the majority of people, they won't even know where to look. They wouldn't even know where to find it. And especially with the algorithms that are out there now, they're stopping this information spreading. For example, uh, the other day, you know, you had a vaccine post taken down. I did had a vaccine post. Goes against Facebook's rules. I was like, what's the rules that? Pretend the truth. Um, and uh, I mean, the other day as well, I put up a post and. A couple of guys said that this is absolute nonsense. Uh, I'd like you to just go through this. When, um, if you put angry or, f or sad faces um, on a Facebook post, um, they can stop the um, stop the reach of the post. And they're like, well, that's bullshit because I've had a post that had loads of angry and sad faces and it went out to lots of people. Um, but I found when I've had them on mine, it has stopped the reach. Uh, and they were just saying, oh, you're, you're, you're talking um, nonsense. I looked into your, to your research. Um, what... Where do you do you find it? Do you also, do you think it only applies to people that are actually telling things like they may look at the post and say, "Well, that's about something that we don't really care about." But when they see the angry and sad faces on a post that goes against some of their their gender, then they might stop it. Well, that might you know, for some people who want clarification on that issue, they might not even know about Facebook algorithms. They're they're not aware that uh, Facebook and you know people like the NSA in the U.S. And was it MI6 or MI5 in the UK? They have a profile on each citizen that might contain 4,000 or 5,000 uh, little sectors of like, criteria to sort of rank you. It's almost like a, it's like the Chinese social ranking service that they have openly. We're all being ranked through Facebook and all, all the algorithms in the major social media and through Google. And ruling the public emotionally is a major documented uh, agenda. The UN, um, United Nations met in Dubai last year, and there's a head of emotional satisfaction for the public as almost like a public office. They, uh, Michael Tessarion talked about that last year as well where the United Nations, which is an unelected body, they, they don't want us to have any control over any, they don't want us to be able to vote someone out. So they have the United Nations coming into, you know, different 
different aspects of our society and using the media so everybody cheerleads thinking it's a benign and unbiased force when really it's it's a it's a ruling body on behalf of of the uh, of the elite and that particular organization the united nations has already appointed someone that's in charge of governing the masses through their emotions his job is to make people happy inside their slavery so yes the the icons on facebook the mad faces they curtail those and then if it's just happy face happy face happy face they push those posts deeper into the readership so that everybody's sort of sedated and tranquilized in happy emotions as their society collapses around them so how would how would you explain someone who's got lots of angry and sad faces but that post going viral I you know I'd like to see that I don't know what viral would uh, what would be defined as viral of anybody we're talking to virals like you know Psy Gangman style is viral it's got 3.4 billion views okay. on YouTube so I'm not too sure what they're saying is viral they might really like to think of themselves as a big Facebook hitter or YouTube hitter but in the realm of things you know billions of views is viral not 10,000 okay okay yeah. so so we talked about um, a couple of things maybe we could be here all day Jason but when you talk something that I've always um, I know that um, you want to keep your body clean of toxins and these things obviously poor foods poor water supply um, things people put on their skin we're talking about uh, vaccinations um, Wi-Fi etc when it comes to, I don't think we touched on this before, but when it comes to things, we may, may have touched on um, CBD oil, but to, at, at the moment there's a big push in the natural health world for psychedelics. Things like mushrooms, um, ayahuasca, and DMT. That People say DMT as well, it's like having 20 years of therapy in the 15 minute session and opening up the brain to different parts of the world. What would you? What's your thoughts on these things? Do you think? I mean, do you see them as toxic, or do you just see them as opening the, up the brain to different different um, areas that you wouldn't be able to do naturally? Um, and would you try them yourself, or have you tried them yourself? What's your What's your thoughts on I, these? I've tried mushrooms myself and LSD myself as a as a kid, but I don't think it attributes to my intelligence. And they were simply gateway drugs to other harder drugs. Uh, I wasn't taking them to enlighten myself. I was taking them to have something to do on a Friday night other than uh, stay in the slave world mentally. I was just looking to escape. But after, because I didn't have a guide, I think some of these drugs may be good with with maybe a good shaman yeah. behind the wheel to ask questions as you're, you can potentially lose your mind. And shamans uh, are very famous for... They will ask your soul, and this is what shamans can do, don't ask me how it's done. I can't do it. I've seen proof that it can be done. I have no idea how they do it. But they can talk to your soul and sort of say, are you going to be okay on this DMT or ayahuasca journey? And not everybody's really built for it. It can drive a lot of people over the edge. It can be counterproductive to healing. And if you want to know my true 
I think the government or the ruling families that masquerade as our governments would love to have LSD, microdosing, major do uh, dosing, uh, psilocybin, those are magic mushrooms, uh, you know, the blue lily, uh, the wet, you know, the Nile, the, the blue lily that grows in Egypt. They would love derivatives of these chemicals throughout the slave camp because it just follows in how they've always been ruling. The queen's been throwing opium and heroin and all other narcotics, coffee, around the world to subdue her slaves for as long as time, uh, history has been written. So when I see when I see a big push of any narcotic or hallucinogenic, uh, hallucinogenic inside the society, I'm always thinking you have to give the public the impression that they're in control, right? But J Jason, the thing, the thing is, I'm touching because most of the public probably wouldn't know about DMT or ayahuasca. But this is saying that in the health world, I mean, even Paul talks about doing like over 400 shamanic journeys, Paul Check that is, uh, and other people. So I'm talking about from a purely health perspective, not just to take your mind off of a, sh a shit week because you've got a terrible, uh, you've got a job you don't enjoy, you've got a life you don't enjoy, and you're just trying to escape. I'm talking about as a term of actually opening your mind up into different realms and understanding there's other things out there. Um, do you think, I mean, you sort of, maybe you sort of answered it, but do you think these plant medicines done correctly can have a benefit? I, I, I don't know. I'm not too sure. And I tell people, if you're going to go to another realm, and you already wrecked this realm, I'm not too sure what you're going to do in that realm. So it, why don't you clean up your realm before you travel and shit wreck someone else's realm at the same time? I, I think that... <laughs> It's like someone getting one of those bone marrow transplants. And I said, well, this guy wrecked his own bone marrow, le leading an unhealthy life. And then, you you know, someone wants to take a, someone else's bone marrow so he can wreck his, wreck that one. Make sure you, you clean up your own bullshit before you start going into other people's stuff and asking for it to be given to you. I, I just have a general uneasiness. When, people, when, when the government or official channel start getting behind drugs. Mm. I, because of the historical research I've done where the ruling families, it doesn't matter if it's coffee, it doesn't matter if it's alcohol, it doesn't matter if it's cocaine. I mean, the, the, uh, the Clintons were discovered to be major cocaine smugglers. The CIA has been smuggling cocaine into the U.S. Just, uh, it was... I mean, there's so many books about the CIA smuggling cocaine into the U.S. and crack into the U.S. for decades, and they simply did it for the same reason they potentially want to push all these other drugs in, to disempower. It's the same foundational principle. You can't rule lions. You, can only, you can't farm lions. You can only farm lambs. And there's nothing more land-like than an obese, vaccine brain damaged, doesn't exercise, beta male, who's, you know, rather than learning how to shoot a gun, he's down at the pub on doing DMT. I know, I'm not saying everybody's going to go to the pub and do DMT. That would be really dangerous. Um, but you know what I'm saying? There's, there's so much more better stuff that we could be doing with our time and our energy than 
you know, how much more exploration do we really need to do before we say, you know, enough's enough? Why do we keep having to escape? Just clean up this this realm. Mm. No, I, I get where you're coming from. I think yeah, it's that just, makes sense. Yeah, no, no, I get where you're coming from. It's like what Jordan Peterson says in make your own bed, make your bed in the morning, make sure this is this is done properly before we start moving on. I understand it. It's just interesting when I hear other Czechies and people have done certain things and they uh, they say it's just an uh, eye-opening experience that makes you, makes a lot of people more, it's like the mushrooms, um, makes a lot of people more calm. Um, not even not even psychedelic mushrooms, ones that take all day, like cordyceps and lion's mane, have like an impact on your internal environment. Um, it's just interesting. I, I, I get both sides of the coin. I only taking them from a health perspective in terms of exploration someone who's done the work and dealt with a shaman but it's just uh, interesting for, to, to, to hear your to hear your thoughts on it Jason and we've I mean we've got the the um, isn't it the full, full moon today isn't it I think it's the equinox um, uh, yeah I, it's a full moon it's not the equinox yet so what is it it's, it's um, close 21st 21st Oh, tomorrow, tomorrow, yeah. 322. 322, yeah, 322. So if you're expecting any false flags, it will be tomorrow, 322. Well, I think it's, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, what is the, yeah, I think it was, yeah, interesting, yeah, the, I mean, the equinox. So, last one, Jason, if, I mean, I don't, what's the vaccine situation in uh, Canada at the moment? Are they going into mandatory vaccines at all? No, the Canadian, uh, the Canadian human cattle are pretty compliant. Um, without the need to push them, they they they're not too big into their freedoms. They're into their wine, and then the, you know we just had the the, the free ma- not the free marijuana, but marijuana is now legal. I don't even know what that means, but I think you can buy marijuana at will and smoke it at will and not and not be arrested for it. You can't drive a car while high. But this is what Canadians are into. It's this, you know, party like it's 1999. Pay your taxes, keep your head down, be one with the Borg, comply, repeat. There is some articles, you, you know, I mean, the mind control is up and running in Canada where the media is completely controlled by one family and the it's sold to the public as independent. Who's that? And run- Oh well, it's the, the the Buckingham Palace that where you are. Oh right, okay. That, that's that's who runs. That's what run. That that's where all roads don't lead back to Rome. They all lead back to the to London city centre. Oh, what about your um your your president? You a big fan of him? Oh, the the prime minister. Sorry, well, the prime minister. He's a. Uh, I mean, he's he's an obedient beta male. And uh, giving negative role modeling to all Canadian males. He's not a strong leader. Very weak. He's a very weak representation of a male. We don't have any alpha males to pick from. They're not really permitted to run for office. Anybody with their, that controls their own brain or has their own thought thoughts are weeded out of the political system. So all we have is it's the same system that you have. If you're corrupt, it's like a promotional system uh, with all these elevators, <clears throat> and the only way to get to the top of the system is to be corrupt, spineless, and shallow, and soulless, and, and psychopathic. And our political system here in Canada is the same as anywhere else. It's a lightning rod for the most lost souls uh, to govern people that sometimes are too weak to govern themselves. But in terms of vaccines, 
we have the same propaganda ripping through the Canadian media where parents are getting the misinformation. They're scared of the measles. They don't know the measles vaccine, you know, gives people the measles that's listed on the vaccine insert. And the Canadian media is like a good sheepdog. It just scares the sheep to the right. If, it, if the, uh, the, the sheep herder wants the sheep to the right, the media scares the sheep to the right. Bark, 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 bark. And then if you want the sheep herd to move to the left, bark, 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 bark. And the sheep herd moves to the left. And that's exactly what's going on with vaccines is that Canadians are so compliant and so pushed to the limit that they really don't have any. I think Canadians might be, they live very well, but, you know, without their jobs, they might have six months to survive. So they're very clingy to their, their routines and they're very clingy. They keep their head down. They don't want to rock the boat. They're very obedient. The Canadian human farm is is something to be seen because you really don't have to force vaccines on these people. Most of them are vaccinating anyway, but there is a big underground push not to vaccinate. And, you know, we're getting the same pressures anywhere else in the world, but people here are starting to pay attention and there is hope and they're starting to read vaccine inserts and they're their stories about their vaccine killed and vaccine injured children. But that, that's are, that's why they're trying to take away the choice, though, isn't it, Jason? Because like in Australia and and certain parts of America, they ha- it's mandatory because they're saying people are looking at this and look, more people are choosing not to vaccinate. That's why they're taking away the choice and making it mandatory. Well, it looks like it's mandatory, but it's really only mandatory if. You know, when you say mandatory, you picture a government agent coming up with an AR-15, grabbing your kid out of the house and jabbing them well, with they, the they, vaccine. They have done that, haven't they? They have taken I don't, I don't. I, they've taken them through Child Protective Services, which is another corrupt wing. But Child Protective Services only feast on the uninformed. And I think they're really uninformed. Like, people that are borderline mentally challenged and, and taking their kids away under pretexts that you know probably aren't exactly legitimate but besides that they've never taken a child out of a house and vaccinated the child against the wishes of both parents the mandatory word has to be very carefully used it's mandatory if you want to go get indoctrinated in the government school in most cases well yeah that's the thing like china right they're taking away their privileges or if you don't get your kids vaccinated then they put you down the social they take your social yeah, credit that, that, that's in china but in in the u.s and canada and the uk if there's any sort of uh you know the biggest bully on the block is always the government and they're they're trying to coerce you to say look if you don't vaccinate you can't go to to the school and evil was been working on this a long time you had to get both parents out of the house working and you'd have to tax them into oblivion before that threat has the power that it's designed to have and it's a blessing if it co- ever comes down to it i mean the the school system if you want to know what it's designed to do to your children which is destroy their creativity and dr- destroy their thinking ability all you have to do is read John Taylor Gatto's book mm-hmm. called Wep- Weapons of Mass Instruction, mm-hmm. and you will see the historical documentation and the quotes from the people that have invented and, and structured the education system throughout all the Commonwealth that the, 
that system is designed to produce the Barack Obamas. Yeah. Designed to produce your prime minister, ex-prime minister Cameron. Designed to produce Dr. Hotep. This is, in that, that's his name, Hotep? Hotez, I think it is. It's, Hotez. Uh, I think okay. it's, uh, let me have a quick look. It's, I think it's Peter Hotez. It's, uh, so, I, think, I think I'm saying it right. It's H. Let's have a look. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's Hotez. Uh, yeah, Hotez, yeah. This is a blessing in disguise. If you Think about how irrational the average parent is. They want to poison their kids so the government can indoctrinate their kid? How far off the path are we going here? Oh. That kid will be groomed to have a nine-to-five job, which he'll find completely miserable, which has nothing to do with their unique abilities, has nothing to do with their unique talents. And then the, the average parent who's completely inverted, who will refuse to think with, them, with themselves, is mortified that somehow, I can, you know, they, they're like, oh, please take my kid into this system to indoctrinate them into a life that the girl or boy will find completely futile, miserable, and empty. And the government says, well, you have to poison your kid now, inject documented poisons that are proven to cause brain damage in a wide range of diseases over a wide range of years. And you have to do that to get your kid into an indoctrination camp? Give your head a shake. Start thinking harder about what you're getting bullied into. And just because your life sucked and you have a job that you don't like and you're hard on the wine or at the pub after your job because you're so miserable and disempowered that you can't pull yourself out doesn't mean your kid deserves the same shitty existence. Do some homework, keep the kid out of school, and you know, teach the kid how to fend for himself in the new society that's going to be emerging. Yeah. A lot of people will say, well, it's not realistic, I've got to go to work. It's like, well, you need to make it work. Where there's a will, there's a way. And um, if I have to, I'd homeschool my kid too. I think it's, you know, people, I posted last year about John Taylor Gatto. People are like, oh, now you're an expert on, on, on teaching now. I was like, no, I'm not an expert. John Taylor Gatto is though. And if you listen to some of his work and what he's talking about, you know, he said, some of these um, past cultures, they had kings of eight years old who could, who could navigate the seas. And yet, at eight years old, if someone in our class like can cut up inside the lines, people think they're doing really well. Um, it's just like it's amazing. Oh yeah, that's uh, you know they they set the bar so low, and, and, and then we uh, we get very excited when the kids uh, you know achieve this very mediocre form of success. And yeah, you might have to work. Sure, if there's someone listening to that that took offense to that, sure you might have to work. But how much of your money do you spend on alcohol? How much money do you spend on tobacco? How much money do you spend on junk food? How much money do you spend on coffee? So yeah, you might have to work, but why are you kicking the shit out of yourself at the exact same time thinking somehow you're going to get ahead by magic? Save the money that you have in the budget to destroy yourself and start getting your ducks in a row instead of like boiling in that pot of water you're already sitting in. I will not accept from someone that they have to work and that they can't get ahead because they have to work unless they do, they purchase zero products and, and things that destroy their health and put them in debt unnecessarily. That's the time I'll only accept that. And you'll rarely find that kind of person. 
Yeah, I completely, I completely agree on man. So it's something that people need to look at when it comes to. Look, I, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know it's hard for a lot of people because that's their fun time. That's what they they, they see as as fun. But when you're your everyday, when you're doing a job you like or you've got a passion, every day is fun, and that's what that's what people. Um, need to understand, you know. Like for example, I've been taking up, um, been trying to do things. I've been learning my tire recently. I'm going to try to get more into movement coaching, like more movement. Um, these are all fun things. Like as a, when you're young, you do all these different sports and all these different activities. And as you get older, people try and tell you, "Oh, you're too old to do that." It's, like, it's nonsense. So we need to learn more, keep your brain sharp. Um, think about taking up a language, maybe learn the piano. But these are all things that I want to do. Rock climbing. It's great to go and do these things, even getting out amongst nature. Um, what about you, Jason? You've been doing anything new recently? You've been you've been uh, taking up anything? Uh, for myself, I try to get out. I've been going for walks, trying to get that vibratory nature feeling mm-hmm. into my body, trying to get a bit healthy. I've been working on uh, a couple online businesses myself where I'm trying to catapult myself out of the system with hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars of years year in revenue. That's what I'm really working toward right now, a complete financial independence from from the system. Boy, is that health programs? Yeah, health programs. I'm going to put all my health programs up online and self-sabotage, weight loss, um, how to be a man, how to make... Um, unhealthy children, healthy, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, how to reverse all those diseases. And you'll simply go to a menu page and, and pick whichever program you want to do. There'll be more like movies. So it'll be like a 12-week program on how to overcome self-sabotage. It'll be more like in a movie format. You watch one one-hour movie or one hour-and-a-half-hour movie every uh, every week for 12 weeks so that you don't self-sabotage um, financial advice uh, things like that to help people uh, navigate the society that we're living in yeah. and that's what I I mean it's I want to become financially independent people have already paid me large sums of money to uh, give you know, self-sabotage seminars and self-sabotage information. So it really showed me the potential that's out there for people that want to better their life and they're turning away from the the mainstream institutions. Uh, I even do self-sabotage coaching for couples that are in uh, crisis Mm -hmm. because their average therapist gets them absolutely nowhere. Yeah, I'm I'm in the midst of doing exactly the same thing, Jason, because... Um, work people one to one it's great but one to one one to many is better um, and my what I would like to do I like having these conversations this is something that I'd like to do more of to get, be able to get these sort of things out to people more and more and so the more we can work um, sort of like a, more as we can do work with more people uh, on a less one to one basis the more we can have time for other things like these conversations um, yeah so I think that's awesome mate it's great to hear it and that's is that going to be a um, www.jasonchristoff.com I, I might be under a different URL we're just finishing up I did a I did a seminar in November that I sold across the world and I'm just finishing the editing on it now it's going to be delivered April 1st to everybody that bought it originally and lots of people bought it and it was a great vote of confidence and showing that I was uh, going in the right direction I'm quite happy with the end pr- the end product and it's really shown me that the way of the future 
is, you know, I have a, a several businesses now that are hard asset businesses. Like I run several fitness clubs where the break-even point, it might be $65,000 a month I have to make just to pay the bills. I have to pay the landlord $15,000 a month, et cetera, et cetera. When you're online, you don't need to do that. What's that? When you're online. Yeah, when you're online, you don't need to do that. So for an entrepreneur, I've been in business my entire life, and I've done fairly well. Uh, When you see income coming in with very little expenses, you really get excited. And this is and this is the way of the future. You can have more control. And I do have to tell people there are very concrete reasons why you might want to have a business online as opposed to a business, a hard asset business, because the, the, the society is becoming so ill and so dysfunctional. You're going to have a hard time getting a workforce who shows up at, t- at on time and who doesn't bleed you dry of your energy because everybody is so encapsulated with that lip you know they're infected with that liberal marxist uh, mind virus where they literally don't want to show up for work and they want to still get paid and and this sort of is another major motivating factor for uh, a traditional hard asset entrepreneur like me to go more online because the the employment sector is getting extremely dysfunctional and extremely diseased and that's why places like Walmart are going toward driverless trucks because not only to save money uh, but it's so hard to manage the disease and this the dysfunction in the workforce which no one's really talking about yeah awesome oh well, Jason thank you very very much for coming on again it's always a pleasure I'm sure we'll get you back on in there in the near future but um, yeah anything else you'd like like to add to finish from no, I think uh, people just have hope and know that it's about uh, progress, not perfection. Just start by eating healthy, and if they want to read a great book on health, uh, read Paul Check's How to Eat, Move, and Be Healthy. It doesn't matter what you want to fight in our society. You can only fight it logically with a clean brain, and you can only fight it physically with a strong body. And, and the foundational premise there is get healthy, get the chemicals out of your system, stop using your mouth as a garbage compactor, man up. And as, as, as men, if we eat healthy, our testosterone rises. When we eat unhealthy, we produce estrogen-like compounds. So for the men out there that really need a kick in the ass, we really got to man up, lion up, and protect the pride land from this evil and we need our strength to put our, our, our women and our children behind us as evil approaches and say, you shall not pass. And as men, we're charged with the duty to grab any woman when there's a threat and any child and put that female and uh, child behind us, even if we don't know them and uh, you know, exercise our cosmic and innate charge here on the planet, which is to protect the defenseless and protect the innocent, which none of the beta male leaders and beta male medical doctors and beta male scientists are doing at the moment. It's time for us to regain our lioness. And yeah, you can't farm lions, you can't farm lambs. So it's time to lion up and protect the pride land. Awesome, my man. Love that. 
So there you have it, guys and girls. Time to line up and protect the Pride Land. That was Jason Christoph. Um, we'll be getting Jason on <laughs> back. I mean, as much as we can. I love talking to him. It's just, it's just always uh, great to have a refreshing perspective and someone who just speaks from his heart and speaks the truth. And uh, yeah, it's just great. And there's so much going on in today's world. It's changing so quickly in terms of what you can say and what you can't say. I mean, what you can and can't say. No one's going to mandate um, my speech. <laughs> and uh, and um, I'm sure there's a few people out there as well. Um, and so you know, the world is becoming, as you say, a, a strange place. Uh, hopefully it starts to go, um, I think we get to the top of the mountain, hopefully it starts to drop off the other side and people start to realise this is a lot of it's all, all nonsense. But it's always great to have uh, Jason who just speaks his mind, speaks clearly, concisely, and and is really, really um, well read on these on these topics. Um, and as I said before, we'll be getting him back on for sure. It's always great, especially around things like vaccinations. And you listen to someone like Dr. Peter Hortez, and if you're not informed, you'll think that the guy is actually talking the truth and actually knows what he's talking about. And then, yet, when you look at the look at the man and see what he, he promotes and see the way he lives. It's not anything which is conducive to health. Um, anyway, so that's episode 107. Um, got a treat for you next week. I've got a, a personal um, well, a personal friend and a guest and someone I've been using for, for years on this show. Um, a d- bit of a different um, uh, direction. Uh, and so I'll save that for next week. I'm really looking forward to it. But as, as always, guys, if you have any questions about this or anything, you can send me an email at ryan at reviveyourself.co. And if you are struggling with a health issue um, and you're looking to overcome it and you haven't been able to get any relief, then once again, you can send me an email at ryan at reviveyourself.co and I'll be able to um, get to your message as quick as possible. We can we can book a call to see if and how we can help you get through that. Uh, also, head on over to www.reviveyourself.co um, for all our different articles. And we've also got the shop there for different supplements. Uh, as I mentioned before, lots on there already. And also, if you head on over to, to blueblocks, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com, type in Revive, get a 10% uh, discount for your blue blocking glasses best quality on the market and also if you go to essential or wizardry.com and put in small small letters revive you know get 10 or 15 percent off there um depending on what you buy um for the best oils in the world so that's it for this week's show guys and girls as always stay happy stay healthy i'll speak to you soon bye bye if you're struggling with gut issues such as gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, indigestion, heartburn, and want to finally be able to eat the foods you love without the crippling after effects, then don't forget to head over to reviveyourself.co and pick up your free copy of the Healing Health Paradigm today. 